Blog Talk Radio. Keep doing your thing because you never know. I might be sitting at home with a chicken bone, see you on TV. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know them, you know. go to one event, I got like five, six people, you know, booking me, blam, blam, blam. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm independent. And I am doing, I'm independent. And I'm like, wow, I'm doing it like on a big scale, like I'm a real artist. I'm like, what? But hey, I spoke You are it. a real artist. You I am a real artist. was written, and, and you know what, you know what, because I am, I'm so appreciative. You zeroed in Right where I really want the reader to get. That was the. That's really the reason why I wrote the book. I wrote the book. I told God I would be faithful about the spirit that He gave me, and that, and and He wouldn't let me, re, you know, release it for some time. But if no one else gets anything out that book, get chapter nine. That's very, that's very, very simple. That's very, very simple. You know, oh. I talk nice to him. They call me Daddy, A.K. Disco, A.K. Disco, three times. And I say, I don't do no physical harm to them. I just threaten to take the food, the clothes, and the home from them. And they act right. Oh, oh, okay. I was just thinking maybe you might have to clean house or something like that, but that's straight. Well, back in the old days when I first started, I, I used to use the duct tape and the clothes hangers and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I thought that, yeah, because that's an old tried and proven practice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I heard. <laughs> it's a national anthem. I make them all say before I put them on the street. They say, we are Katie girl. The one you heard about. You fight with knives and forty fives and broken bottles too. We uh take pickles, girl, so who the hell are you? Oh mercy. Who the hell are you? Okay, I was just about to ask you that. Like what genre would you say most of your music um you know, I guess is in. I don't want to put you in a box or anything, but what do you feel that most represents your style of music? Well, the, Ron L., uh, who's one of my partners, and we formulate the Love Brothers. We've just finished our fourth CD as well. He lives in Virginia. He said it's a combination of jazz and hip-hop, which he calls jip Jop, which I registered and copyrighted right away. No, other than, other than the fact that... Um, you know, like you said, I've been, I've, I was sitting there, there was times when I was sitting beside him while he was doing his beats and everything, and, um, he's, you know, I, I don't want to call him his real name, K 
past has come a long way, and his music Thank you, Jesus.
was my like i guess my in introduction to like hip-hop you know what i mean like back when right. breaking and beat street and stuff like came out that was like my you know there was there was a little bit of hip-hop but it wasn't it wasn't even remotely on the mainstream level to where you were hearing it at all so it was like my first introduction right. to it as a child was like through the movies. So like, like I said, break in and beat street and stuff like that. So that was kind of, that was kind of like my introduction to it and the fat boys. And I was like, I was watching all those kind of movies back when they first came out and I was like, okay, I really, you know, I really dig the, the style of music. And so I just kind of like, I just kind of gravitated toward it, towards it naturally. And just, you know, I started beatboxing and break dancing as a little kid first when I lived in Washington state. And then as when I moved up to Alaska, when I was like 12 years old, I basically just started as a freestyle rapper. I would just like, I would just be making up rhymes, kicking rhymes, like as we were like walking to school or like at a house party or whatnot. And so that's kind of what developed right. me into doing, doing music. How did you get your name? Last three. Oh uh, well, I, I was like, well, I've always I want, been. I want to know. I've this. always been red. I've always been red. So you know <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm 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 red. I've been red ever since <laughs> since way back. I got named back in like high school, I think as well, like freshman year in high school. One of my buddies started calling me red, like red man. But I was like, well, I can't be red man. There's already a red man, you know, out there. So red man. I was red. Yeah, I was red, and then I started I started my production company slash like independent label. You know, not even really knowing what that really was back in the day. In uh, it was called Red Dot Productions, and I just I just went by Red, and people called me Red Dot for a long time. That was like that was like my monarchy. Right. People was like, "Oh, Red Dot, yo, what's up, Red Dot, yo, Red Dot, Red Dot." And then I was like, <laughs> I liked it, but I had I had to separate myself kind of from like the label. You know what I mean? And it was like. It was getting crazy because right. I had Red Dot Red Dot Productions, my label. Then I also had Red Dot Studios, my recording studio. So I was like, all right, I need to I need to kind of separate my name and kind of. I was I was thinking more of like a branding type of thing. I think is what it was. It was back in like 2010. Right. I think is when I made like the I made the switch and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go with Alaska Red. You know what I mean? Because. I feel like right. I, I feel like you know I've been here 30 years. I'm very Alaskan. You know what I'm saying? I'm very I'm very Alaskan. I'm, I'm as, as Alaskan as it gets. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, for real, me and my wife are sitting right now. I'm sitting in Valdez. I just came off the ocean from fishing. You know what I mean? So I'm like I'm like right, I right, stopped right. We're camping and I'm like we're camping and fishing right now. And I stopped to do a little interview and we're gonna be out here for like three four days or whatever. But I basically uh used the monarchy Alaska Red for like I kind of just thought marketing wise and uh you know what I'm saying promotional wise it was smart for me because I put I put like a I put like a staple on my my name like. I'm Alaska Red, like I'm the state, basically. You know what I'm saying? And like, you ask motherfuckers right. out here, they'll tell you. They'll be like, "Yeah, Red, you know, Red been doing his thing." <laughs> you know, like Red, Red right, one of those right. household names That's in Alaska because I'm I'm one of the pioneers of hip hop in Alaska. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna say I'm the first guy to do something, but I am one of the innovators of a lot of things up here. You know what I mean? In the town that I'm from, which is Fairbanks. We're a little bit more north than Anchorage, right. if you remember. You know, we're we're about 340, oh, yeah. 350 miles away from Anchorage, so we get brutally cold in the winter. Even yeah, it's even colder than where y'all <laughs> where you were at. So yeah. we get real cold yeah. in the winter. 
we we uh you know we have we have desolate dark winters there's not a lot to do man i was just into hip-hop heavy and hard and I started, I started young, like I said, you know, it was just a house party rock and show, not rock and shows, but rock and house parties and just kind of doing my thing. Never had written anything down or really came up with songs or anything like that. I didn't know nothing about bars or formats. And this was way back before the internet. So you got to remember there was no, there ain't no, oh, I'm going to just go grab a beat real quick. You know what I'm saying? Cats had to actually like right, produce right. music or have have equipment to have access to things like that you know what i mean so it was right. like i just i just was really around some guys that uh some guys back in like 94 is what it was 93 94 there was a record label in in fairbanks that started called 50 below records and basically like no bullshit 50 below yes 50 below records <laughs> so these guys these guys kind of took me under their wing and I was the youngest guy in the group, and uh, we basically we basically were recording over on the south side of Fairbanks off of 18th Avenue. Dude had a little studio that we helped all build, and we all put in our time and money and, you know, helped make this thing come to life. And we were there recording for, you know, a couple of years, and I was probably 17, 16 when it first started, 16, 17. And about 18, we took a trip, and we all went down to California. We went down to LA. We're, you know, we're in Hollywood. We're, you know, we're recording in Paramount Studios. We're brushing elbows with stars and stuff. We're seeing people in, you know, California. Everybody's talking that talk to like the manager and label owner. Oh yeah, you know, if you guys were just here, you know, so right after we got back to Alaska from that right. trip, that initial trip to go down there and record, the uh, the owner of the studio was like, well, hey guys, check it out we're moving <laughs> he was like we're packing everything up and we're moving to la and we we're like what you're moving to la what are you talking about man we're from we're from alaska we're called uh, 50 below records you, you can't move to la that doesn't even sound right and he was just like nah man we that's that's our you know that's our chance if we move to la we have a chance to make it we have a chance to make something happen so we he packed up he moved down to la he took a couple of the guys with him Things didn't end up working out with him, long story short. Uh, the couple of guys that were down there ended up signing to another record label shortly thereafter. That record label ended up reaching out to me, trying to trying to find me, actually. And I, I declined just because their record contract, you know, when it, if anybody knows anything about the industry and record contracts, it's like, oh, right. man, someone's trying to mm-hmm. sign you. This sounds so great. But then you look at it and you read it and you get people to read it and tell oh, you what see. it means instead yeah. of being Yes, instead of being stupid and just signing it, signing your life away, which, you know, you want to because you're like, man, maybe this is my step. They're going to, you know, take care of me or whatever. The record label was called Mad Jam Records, and they were out of, they're based out of L.A. And they had put my, they put my, the couple buddies of mine that were from here on a CD, and they, you know, they sold 30, 40,000 units when it first came out. And, you know, they're putting all that stuff in my face. You know, you come down here, you know, woo, 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 we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Yeah, here's the contract I'm looking at. It. I'm like, dang, if I want to live here in Alaska, basically it states in this contract that anytime you guys want me or need me for anything, it's my responsibility to get myself down there. Like, I would have to play pain to right, right. pay for the plane. That's messed up right You there. know, pay for travel pay for everything you know what i'm saying and and, you know and it just it was just not the smartest move for me at the time like i said i was young or whatever and i just kind of started focusing on 
like, okay, well, what do I got to do to like make music still? Because there wasn't a lot of options after that record label left. You know what I'm saying? For me, at least I was like, I didn't even know where to start really. Cause I was just a rapper. I wasn't a producer. I never yeah. made a beat. I didn't know anything about recording. I just, I just sat in the studio and hung out. You gotta learn and you gotta learn all that on the fly. If your passion is that high to make records. You gotta buy some equipment. Oh man, for real. Start investing. Yeah. Yeah. Start reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, cat. Yeah. I do it myself. Yeah, I know man. what you're talking about. Well, let no, me play I'm one sure of these do, songs. You know? What happened? What happened was I didn't get the. Uh, I only got every day and who cares? But I okay. went and got two more songs that I heard of yours that I really like. So. All right. I'm gonna play. Uh, Believe. So explain Believe before I play. Believe. Oh, man. Believe is off my last full-length album, uh, Snowsuits and Bunny Boots. It's, I mean, that that record right there is one of, I think, my best pieces of work that I've ever made because I really, like, I really, like, changed my perception on how I was going to make music in, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, rap meant something different to me at this point it wasn't like just rap music it was like okay i'm gonna start giving people real life reality situations and real life pieces of me so believe was basically you know mike brown days uh the zimmerman case you know what i'm saying shit and it, like around that time is when right. that song was created and it's funny because it it coincides with so much stuff that's going on right now. You know what I mean? And like, it's so relevant for this time even, you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. My wife was listening to it the other day when she was coming back from like work out of town. And she was like, man, I put that song on it. Like literally broke me down in tears. She was like, that is so crazy. Like I've listened to it before, but I'd never really listened to it. And I'm like, yeah, right, it's, right. It's a deep one, you know. I, what I mean, I'm like, it's deep. It's deep. It's like, it's and real. And that's it's why real I music. It. So I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it's it's a good Alaska Red. Close, man, if we don't leave, I wanna know how many people really believe we won't 
when niggas going in. Certain neighborhoods barricaded, they won't let us in. But I pimp it with the pen, couple partners in the pen. Whole world fucked up, Lord forgive me for my sins. But I'm trying to focus in, something wanna pull me in. So I crack open this shit, let the slaughtering begin. While the politicians hold meetings, we hold budgets for budgets and deficit. Fuck the world with stuff of it. I try to maintain, lay low and keep it cool. But we're running out of time and I'm still searching for the truth. So I quote it in this booth till my very last breath. Better open up your eyes, we the last ones left. Man, this shit's outrageous. Damn, we contagious. How the hell we supposed to live our minimum wages? Don't want us to be animals, but like a contagious. If you really think about it, it's been like that for ages. I feel like Yeah, most, 
most definitely I had to man like like back to the kind of back to the story kind of going back to what we're where we were at like basically it put me to a point in the time where I was like looking like what am I going to do now you know what I'm saying my record label's gone I don't have anything I had nothing nothing like no equipment had no idea how to do anything there was no beats there was no internet you know what I'm saying (laughs) like there wasn't an internet at that time so it was like I really had to do some research and I like, I started like reading magazines, like you said, and reading and doing some research and like talking to people. And I was like, man, how, okay. First thing I need to do is get beats. If I want to rap, right. I got to have beats. So I got to either meet some producers or I got to make some beats. Well, there wasn't a lot of producers around. So I figured, I guess the best way for me to do this is go out and buy some equipment and make my own beats. So I, uh, I figured out, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, all right, well, how do you make beats and put them together where you have, like, all these sounds? And You know what I mean? Like, not just a drum pattern, right. because a drum pattern is just a drum pattern. you got to have keyboards and violins and, you know, synthesizers on top of it. My buddy was like, my man was like, yeah, it's a synthesizer, man. you gotta buy a, uh, you got to buy a keyboard or a synthesizer. And I'm like, okay. Well, how does that how does that even work? I got a, so I need a drum machine. <laughs> Did you know how to play? So drum Did you even know yeah, how to play? No, not really, man. I've tinkered around with like guitars and trumpets and stuff like that back in band and stuff in school, but like I didn't know how to do none of that, man. So I got a drum machine. Like, so my first my first purchase actually like for real for real was an Alesis SR16 drum machine sampler, and then I went and uh. I went down to the piano shop and I was just like, look, do you guys have any synthesizers? And I said, it has, and I said, I looked into it and I said, it has to have like a sequencer built into it too. Cause what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to layer, layer the music. And he was yeah. like, huh? And I'm like, you know, kind of, I'm put my drum pattern down and then I want to put my pianos down on it and then like a bass line on it. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? You're lucky. This lady just dropped this this Yamaha off and she put it on consignment for $1,100. I was like, I'm buying it. So I bought, I bought that and I had my little drum machine and I was rocking with those for like a grit, man. Like we we're, we we're playing around on those. And then like a couple of years after that, that PlayStation music generator came out. So then I met, I met, a I remember that. He thought, I remember that. Yeah. He, there was a PlayStation generator producer in my area that was like, yeah, man, I got these beats. And he had this crew that was rocking with them and stuff. So we were like, we were like, oh, messing around at my house. Like we, he would bring beats over and bring his PlayStation over and like make beats and play his beats. And then I would record them onto like, yeah. I had like a house stereo set up. You know what I'm saying? That's all it was. It was like a house stereo set up where I could record his stuff on the tape deck. And, and then any, I was like, all right. Any way, any way you can do it. You gotta do right, it. right, man. And that, if I and that generator that, thing kind of remind me of Fruity Loop. It kind of remind right. me of Fruity Loop. It's almost Loop. like how it is today, yeah. And it was weird yeah. because like he was he was using that, and we were like using you know the drum machines and the keyboard. So I was kind of like, what? Yo, that's weird, B. <laughs> like that's a game. What are you doing? You're playing yeah, a video but... game, like making beats. <laughs> that's so strange Beat. to me. But I know, that was he actually that was made so crazy beats. to me too, bro. Yeah, what I he was understand what you're saying, bro. You just yeah. So you it... brought up a good memory because I know about that for real. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a good time. It's a good, okay. it's a good time, man. I want, I want to, I want to play the next song because I want to get these four okay. in. And the one song yeah. that I really was digging, the one that I got was "Sweet Song." 
I love yeah, that. Because the beat on that was yeah, solid. It was smooth. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that. So describe, yeah. tell me a song, and then I'm going to rip it. Okay, yeah, basically sweet songs. Shout out to my uh, my guy, uh, The Gons. He's the producer behind that one. He also was like one of my, he was my in-house producer and basically one of my main producers throughout that album, uh, Snowsuits and Bunny Boots. So that guy uh, originates from Minnesota. He was up in Fort Greeley, military cat. I just linked up with through the music, you know what I'm saying? Like band, we linked up through Bandcamp or Reverb Nation or something like that. Started talking back and forth. I got a pack of beats from him. Uh, his his beats started bringing something out of me, man, that, like, was weird. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't call it weird. It was good. It was a good weird. But it was, like, different for me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, whoa, what the? Ah, man, I'm really liking what I'm hearing, and I'm, like, liking what I'm doing. So I I got that one, and I was just, like, I started, like, you know, coming up with the concept to it. And I was like, yeah, this, this, is, a, this is a pretty cool song, man. It's, like, I didn't think it was going to have, like, the impact that it's had, like, across the board to different people you know what i'm saying like a lot of people have you know given me a lot of a a lot of a kudos for that one like man that's a really good song it me you know it has a good meaning to it and it's a good beat and a good tone and everything you kind of got the little singing chant in there and you know you did a good job on that one i'm like oh no it's it always seems like those are always the songs that i like i don't know man like i make them and i don't really think that like they're going to be as good as they are you know <laughs> i mean and then people like respond right, to them a right. lot better than i than i expected but it you know in retrospect looking back on it and what i'm saying it it does it means a lot and it's like it's a very very powerful song from the heart to me you know what i mean and that's why that's why i'm kind of like apprehensive about it when i put myself out there and i'm talking about my past relationships or my children and things like that and like the world and stuff it's like i don't know how people are going to take that stuff man you know what i'm saying because i'm opening up and i'm giving you a piece of me so like that's kind of how i felt like i said about that album in a sense it's like i i was more grown up and i was really giving people more of me as a person and an artist grown you know what i'm saying so sweet songs is one of those ones man that's like it's definitely it's definitely a part of me and it's definitely from the heart here it is so I've made it all before. Man. Watch me. That trap music. That hustler shit. Watch me. Sometimes you gotta bring it back down to earth. Right? Watch me. That shit they call reality, man, right? Watch me. So it's a little circle. Watch me. Don't weep, sons. To our whole kind Watch me. Don't weep, sons. No sweet songs. But this is how it started. This world is cold and cool and evil. Can you pay my party? Refuse to go. This retro flow. Refuse to be no target. But can I please just watch them grow and finish what I started, man? This is already hard enough without these prices shooting up the gas out four dollars a gallon winter getting cold as fuck plastic on my windows too already sealed them up no matter what i do it's still just ain't enough trying to save a buck see your salary crazy as fuck i've been out here unemployed for over nine months that's the brace don't get down in the slump our whole economy screwed up and down in the dumps you gotta pick yourself up you gotta try to maintain this is the fastest state we live in on the alpha
bright and look something just like mine. The wrong chick, but the right time made some kids, some homies got time. Now time passes, we getting older. Simply put, I'm out of order. Music isn't blowing up, no wear no chips up on my shoulder. Keep my balance, and my heart from growing colder. Cause the malice actions, they like them send the ashes burning bolder. When it's all over, simply put, there's nothing left. Just know I try my best and never live with regret. So I'm like, hey homie, what it is? I guess that's what it all radio.com forward slash Mr. Bugs. And you listening to my uncle T-A-Z on A-T-A-Z-P live. We are related, you know, because we do have disease in our name. You feel me? <laughs> Again, you listening to A-T-A-Z-P live right here on blogtalkradio.com. <laughs> Yo, 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 this is ATAZP on Blog Talk Radio with uh, my man Alaska Red. And I love, man, I love that song, though, dog. That I appreciate popping, it, man. That sweet song, man. I, I, really, yeah. I When I heard it, I said, oh, yeah, I'm feeling that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, lo- I love that one, too, man. And I'm up here still tripping about. The beats on the dang game. I forgot about that long, long time ago, man. 
And I was looking at the mascot, I think, when I first seen that craziness. I think they can beat some of the game. Yeah, Yeah, PlayStation. I think they ended up, what did they come out with, like, two? I think there was, like, two or three uh, editions of it or something like that. But, yeah, they they had it out for a minute there. And then right after that. I think somebody looked at that and made Fruity Loops. I think somebody looked at that and made Fruity Loops. Yeah, because, like, literally right after that, Fruity Loops came out. Yeah, somebody said I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a software uh, with this. Yep, yep. Uh, Computer's about to be the new big thing. So, uh, <laughs> so what 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 is the uh, artists that you listen to? When you listen to music, who do you listen to? Yeah, and, and you can even name uh, underground artists that you know. You know, just tell me. Who do right, you yo, to? man, I listen. I listen to a wide variety of artists, man. Like I said, I come from a very musical background, so I'm like, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been listening to like old '60s, '70s, and '80s hits, you know, on the on the road trip up here. But you know, anything from like old Marvin Gaye, Prince. I used to listen to stuff like that to old rock and roll, like Motley Crue, and you know, stuff like that. So it's like it's a very wide spectrum of stuff that I listen to. Um, mainly, right. mainly like some of my more current artists that I'm like rocking in heavier rotation though, are like tech nine and the guys that are on strange music's label. And I, uh, I mess with E 40 really tough. That's one of my more favorite artists. So Bay area, Bay area sound tech nine is really, really big in my, in my, um, in my playlist. And then I like to, I like to uh, rock a lot of the local stuff too, man. I mean, if guys are out here making noise and doing, doing good music, I, I bump a lot of that too. Did you go out and uh, perform up there? Yes, sir. I'm also, uh, um, besides being an artist and owner of a studio, I also started a business as a promoter, man, because like in Fairbanks, where I'm from, we didn't really get a lot of hip-hop concerts, man, so I started bringing hip-hop. You know, I don't I don't know okay. how, how much digging in the, I don't know how much digging in the crates you did on me or whatever, but like I started doing promotions in 2007 and one of the first guys that I actually brought to Alaska was tech nine. And so bringing okay, tech cool. nine up here, we actually got to do some music together. And I got him and all the guys on his label that were here with him on an, on, on an album with me or on a record with me. That's on one of my prior albums to snow suits and bunny boots. Did a song called AK. I do KGO. believe it, I, I do believe I heard that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, so yeah, I did I, that. I did that. I, I did that single when we brought those guys up here, and I, I just continued to bring different like acts through Alaska for like the last eleven, twelve years, and you know I've been fortunate enough to like work with a lot wow. of those guys as well. So yeah, it's been cool, man. I've you know I've worked with E40, I've worked with Yuck Mouth, I've worked with Devin the Dude, and Drew Down, and. Obi Trice and like a lot, a lot of guys that I grew up looking up to. You know what I mean? Yeah, they came up there and did a did a, some shows there. Do shows, right. yeah. And so in every one of those, and on you know with every one of those promotions, I'd basically open up for them. You know what I mean? And since then, I've right. I've kind right. of branched out, and I've been I've been doing tours through Alaska since like 2012. And I've done like a few runs in the lower 48 as well. Like ever since I've worked with Tech Nine, I've kind of been close to the Strange Music. Uh, the Strange Music family okay. is kind of what they call it, and I've, I've actually had the opportunity to 
Tech Nine's right hand man is Chris Calico, which he's also on that song with me in Tech Nine. He uh he invited me to come on on his tour that he just had a couple years back, the Talk Up On It tour. So I gotta go down to Washington, Oregon, and Montana and do a tour with Chris Calico through the Northwest. And then the next year I gotta go out with another set of their artists and do a whole west coast tour i went all the way from san diego all the way back up to seattle and so i've been doing like okay. a bunch of out of state stuff too now so yeah i've been trying to get out there man and spread the music around you know what i mean hey man i'm i'm, I'm glad that i ran into you because um, i'm friends with uh what's her name uh brina brina uh strip she's uh i think she's a promoter down in anchorage Okay. Dana, uh, Dana, and, uh, Dana. she's friends with you. On, Dana, yeah, yeah, on Facebook, yeah, and she's friends with okay. you. So uh, that's how I ran into your page. And I said, "Is this dude rap? I got to get him on the show. Do some music. I got <laughs> I got to get him on the show because I, I got to well, represent for Acreage yeah. and uh, and Alaska. Yeah. Period. So I heard, yeah. you know, that's how. Yeah, that's appreciated, man. Cause you know, it ain't it ain't too many people you hear music and then you go, yeah, I like that, liking the heck out of it too, man. Uh, I hear, I hear you, man. There's a lot. It's, uh, the game has became very oversaturated. You know what I mean? So it's like you're right. It's it's refreshing when you actually come across something that you're like, wow, and it sparks your interest or perks your ears yeah. up a little bit and you take the time to yeah. actually absorb what the person is saying so man i i appreciate you for the compliment and i appreciate you in your time you know what i'm saying for taking the time to actually listen to what i do and like reach out and you know make that connection man it means a lot to me well i i, I love music i do music i know how it is when you're under the ground under the earth and not too many people <laughs> hear you and I'm, that's why I had this yeah. radio show. I said, if I could get, if I could just help a few people just to be heard, that's the problem, just to be heard. Somebody right. get with them. And I've been blessed right. to have a lot of people heard on this show and had uh, tour deals and record deals, which is really cool. And that's why I did it. That was the main purpose of doing this show. Not for me. It was just to help other people. Uh, the next song. That's cool, man. Uh, every day. Yeah. Every day. I want to play every that. day. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Give, give me the give me the synopsis and then I'll rip it. Okay. That's that's like one of my newer that's one of my newer singles, man. Every day I like to wake up, smoke big. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a I'm a 420 firm believer, uh, uh, a strong marijuana <laughs> activist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so I had to I had to give a I had to give a little ode to basically the um the cannabis community up in our state because we are a legal recreational and medical marijuana state. Um, I do a lot of business, you know, through my promotions, through my companies with a lot of these different business, with a lot of these different uh, licensed facilities, whether it be the dispensaries or it might be like a cultivator or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot of like, right. I do a lot of promotions for people. So like people think of me as like an influencer kind of up here. I'm not no like Kim Kardashian influencer or nothing like that, but I have a reach in Alaska. You know what I'm saying? I say stuff, people listen to it and right. stuff. So it's like, it's like, 
I don't know, you know, you, you put a little post out or whatever and people are buzzing off that joint. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> Here it is every day. You mean to tell me I did all this and it ain't playing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry about this, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and sometimes, worry. you know, sometimes yeah, blogs talk on the trip. Then I'm going to... Hey, that's one of I got that's the, one of my I got newest the ones. Joint. There's a there's a video available for that. The, just for anybody that may be listening in, to go to over to YouTube backslash Alaska Red nine oh seven. You can check out the video. That's my latest video. I got the other joint. Who cares? Is it called Who Cares? Yeah. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Explain sure. that. I, I'm sorry. I, I hope this one works. <laughs> it's all good. This song is basically like. I kind of like, before I start the song and performances, you know, I get everybody to put their middle finger in there, and I say, yeah, we're going to dedicate this to all the big pharmaceutical companies around the, the country, you know, for turning our friends and our families into addicts one pill, one prescription at a time, because it's kind of, that's kind of what it's about, is like, everybody's been crying out for help, but no one really cares, they're not helping people, they're fucking turning people into addicts, you know what I'm saying, so it's like, that's kind of a, that's kind of the basis of what that song is about. Let's hope this one works. Here it is. Here. Yeah. They both playing. Man, I'm sorry, Alaska Red. Over these joints. Oh man. Play. Oh man. It's spinning. And it's and it's huh. log talk, of course. He said all the time talk. when it gets you. I'm trying. I'm trying to refresh it, <laughs> but uh, they all the time get us like this. I am so sorry again uh, about this. I'm, I'm damn sure gonna play it in my uh, my regular songs when I play and have uh, songs that people never heard before. I, it's damn sure going in the there queue for that. Uh, I want you to okay. uh, give your information out on where people can hit you up at, and I know you got a couple of different places. You got a dot com as well, so I want you to tell the people where people. And actually listen to your music, hit you up, buy your music too as well. No doubt, man. I appreciate that. Um, basically, if you really want to get like the closest to where like my music is at, like you know what I'm saying, I'm basically streaming and I'm anywhere where you can buy music. Apple, iTunes, you know what I'm saying, Google Music, uh, Amazon Music, all that stuff. So, I mean, if you Google Alaska Red, I promise you, you're going to find me. That's one way. Easy. Google me, Alaska Red. It's not, if you're on like the social media tip, I'm all over Facebook. I'm all over Instagram. I got the little Snapchat thing going or whatever. So I'm like, I got all the little social media links too. So people can find me on social media. Um, one of the bigger platforms that I'm trying to like, you know, bring more awareness to and get get popping a little bit better is my youtube page so i i I highly suggest people go over there that's youtube backslash alaska red 907 which is the uh area code for alaska 907 um so alaska red that's alaska red with two d's for everybody too that's alaska r e d d just alaska spelt out or you can just google it like i said alaska red with two d's you'll find me everywhere my music is available everywhere I have a few albums out, right? You know, I'm, I'm shoot. How many albums do I have now? One, two, three, four, five. I have like five, six albums that are 
available and that you can find online. I have a couple other albums of people that I've produced. So, yeah, man, videos, albums, all that good stuff. And if you're ever in Alaska, you can probably find me at a show. <laughs> hey, man, let me know um, who you produce to. Uh, just hit me up on Messenger on Facebook so I can check them out as well. I, I love production. Okay. I do that a lot, too. So that's why, you know, I want to I want to hear what you got. <laughs> and who you put sure. out there too as well. I Most really definitely. thank you. I'm sorry about these technical difficulties, man, because boy, I'm getting ready to tear hey, a hole in blog talk after I get I, pro- I, 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 I promise I, you I'm gonna get you set up I'll get you set up with more tracks and if you if you have the time to play them, man, it's much appreciated. You know what I mean? And and I'm and I'm well, not, worry, I'm not a stranger to We're gonna have you come back, back on again. All yeah, right. I'll have you come All back right. on again and whenever you got something new you want to promote, you can come back through and we'll do it again for another hour. For sure. And uh if you want to co if you want to co host one night and we talk to another artist, we could do that too. Hey, all right. I'm into that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That who knows, you might have your own radio show as well in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's good it's good talking to you, man. I feel like you're a homie because I lived up there before, and I know about the cold. I know yeah. about 90, 90, minus 90 sleeping on the ground. <laughs> I know about that. So I know, I know about do. that for sure. <laughs> up there in Wainwright, I know about that. And Freely, I know about that. So yep. Yep. take care of yourself, man. And like I said, I appreciate you it. Too. And again, my apologies for not playing these last two joints. It's really got me upset right now. Uh, not a worry, man. Again, thank you for your time. Thank you for reaching out to me and having me on your, your radio show, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you again, Alaska Red, and uh, take care. Thank you. You as well, man. Stay safe. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>